Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Six PM. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. Terms apply. You're listening to Studio Twenty Two. Welcome to Studio 22. I'm here with my co-host and uh, best friend, Will Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lovely guest, Brooke Butler, actress. And congratulations on your new film. Thank you. A Day to Die, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. How was that? It was a wonderful experience. Yeah. A lot of men. <laughs> I had to rep for the women. Um, but I grew up with a brother seven years older than me. So... Grew up with a lot of teasing. I was so used to it. So it felt like home when I was on set. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of testosterone. Action film. Right. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Me and Will actually watched it. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. Do I get a review? or? Um, <laughs> Let's kidding. do it. All right, we're going to break it down. Okay, okay. You killed it. <laughs> literally. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, no, it was awesome. And I, I, I had a lot of fun, like, a lot of intense emotion a lot throughout right. the entire journey. And um, uh, the cast was a lot of fun too. Like you said, Vernon Davis, Bruce yeah. Willis, um, and a lot of like unexpected. That was the thing that I was talking about when we were watching. I was like, there, like I didn't really know. Like there's films you can watch and you're like, I do know what's going to happen next. Right. And you kind of have like a rough idea. Like I was surprised a lot, which was a lot Good. of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the movie never stops once it starts. Yeah. There's on. no dull moments to, you know, go down to your phone. It keeps Exactly. It keeps, keeps you engaged. Right. Yeah, the explosion right out the gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets right yeah. to it. Which so. is what you want, right? And I mean, yeah. and sure, it's an action genre film, but director Wes Miller wanted it to be more than that. He started out um, as a civil rights lawyer. And so it was important for him to say, okay, what's going to get people in the seats? And right now that's what you got. Marvel, you have action. You know, those are the things getting people in the seats and he said how can I incorporate you know his beliefs and the kind of director that he wants to be into that and I think you see that in the film if you're paying attention so. yeah yeah definitely there's definitely a lot of factors in there what do you think will yeah absolutely I mean I always appreciate like a good roller coaster that you know doesn't let up and there's always another action scene around the corner and keeps right. you engaged I love that absolutely and and even uh, Frank Grillo, right? He right. was a big Marvel guy, and he right. came over. So that was pretty cool to 
Right. He had worked with Wes um, before, and I think he was the first one signed on to the project. And, you know, he brings a lot of intensity. I feel like I learned a lot watching him, but it's because he wants the project to be incredible. And you're like, okay, you know, there is a time to fight for these scenes and fight for what you've created. And yeah, so I respected working with a lot of those guys very much so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I mean, we, we did a film a couple of years ago called the resort and uh, there were definitely moments like that when we were on set with the director and even, you know, Will as well. And we're sitting there saying, Oh, we should do this. We should, we should include this. Like from an actor's perspective, it makes more sense for the story uh, to to move it along. So it's fun. And sometimes you get your way. Sometimes you don't, you know, right. (laughs) Um, Of course, you know, let, let the director direct. Right. But um, uh, it's a lot of fun when you do, feel like you have input and power, you know, in that, in that situation. Of course. One of my favorite actors um, was Chadwick Boseman and he mm-hmm. actually wanted to be a director. He had no interest in acting and he went to Howard university and I've researched him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and he had one of his teachers say, if you want to learn to be a great director, you need to understand the human experience because So he took an acting class because he wanted to learn how to direct actors, which then obviously led him into a great acting career. But it's like, yeah, there's nothing greater than the human experience and taking someone on and learning them and, you know, good qualities and bad qualities that your character may have and say, okay, where is this coming from? Where's the heartbeat? What makes it tick? How can someone watching this relate to it? and sit there and make them think about their own life when they go to bed that night. And that's why I love it. That's what's yeah. important to me. Yeah. I, I love that too. And definitely finding, you know, directors and actors and actresses as well that uh, they pull from real life experiences, right? Sure. And others Method. as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch too. It makes for great storytelling. Right. It's turning parts of yourself up and turning parts of yourself down. And um, when I was offered the role of Candace for this film, I read through it and I was like, okay, because not to spoil it, but my kid, my character gets kidnapped. And I said, you know, this is not just a, a gimmick. This has happened to so many women. So I sat there on YouTube and watched a ton of interviews of women who this has happened to. And I said, okay, this is an ode for them. This is not just me playing the victim. And so when I approached Wes and we talked about Candace too, I said, if I'm going to represent one of you know, the main female leads, she has to also be strong. Cause I was like, I kind of fear for the person that kidnaps me now after (laughs) what I've learned playing Candace, because I'm like, I'm going to fight for my life. And you know, the other twists that Candace has going on and, you know, and she's smart though, too. I I think, you know, and that Dame definitely uh, came across on screen. Like it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, she gets her, captor to feel for her and understand what she's going through and try to connect with him. And I think it affects him and, um, working with Leon was incredible too. I mean, from above the rim to everything he's been in, he was another study. And so I think he and I had such great chemistry because we approach it in a similar kind of method way. And I feel like before it was our scenes, we'd be sitting there for like 10 minutes kind of stewing and I would try. He he has such an incredible presence in general that it fed into that, right? Because when you you can sit there in your room all day and practice your lines and say and say, okay, I'm going to do you know this weird thing or that weird thing, but really you got to put the prep in your back pocket because you don't know what the other actor is going to give you when you show up, and you have to be 
malleable enough to um, react to that and not what you've prepped. Yeah. And so that's some of my favorite parts about working with great actors is I was like, I don't know what he's going to bring until I've stepped there on set. And I didn't want to know. And he brought oh, such intensity and such greatness that it, you know, I had to choose how I would react in that moment, which made it so fun. I find that there's a lot of similarities between business and uh, life and acting and, mm-hmm. and all these different facets. Um, even us, when we prepare for a podcast, you know, we've been fortunate to already, and we're just getting started, but yeah. <laughs> we're fortunate to have some incredible uh, guests like yourself and do a lot of prep work on the back end of it, you know, reading sure. books, watching films, sure. um, everything. But then in the moment, you're like, I could write down, and, and me and Will have, you know, uh, primarily Will, <laughs> uh, a, a bunch of I see what's going yeah, on questions. Here. Well, I, you know, actor, <laughs> I'll react to the situation. Right? Right. <laughs> we're, we're playing our strengths. Yeah. Um, and so he comes in with all these questions, and we can do so much prep work, but in the moment with the sure. conversation, it's... Where is it's it not going lead? the way that we were thinking it's going, but it still goes great because we both are thinking on our feet, know our work, have the conversations that we do want to have and the questions we want to ask and kind of go from there. So it makes it a lot of fun. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the creative yeah. journey. <laughs> that organic like flow state. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what got you into acting? Where, where did it start? What was the, Whew. was there a moment or was it like you were pushed into it? No, I Definitely was not pushed into it. <laughs> I come after, from <laughs> after talking to you. Don't want to. Don't want to push you at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't want to kidnap you. Don't want to push you. Don't. Yeah, I mean that's what my parents said. They're like, "Oh God, when you were born, we were just new. Oh, we've got a free spirit on our hands here. This is going to be scary. What do we do with this?" Because I was just, you know, I grew up with two parents that were real estate agents. My mom had worked in the in the corporate world, traveling all over. Um, My brother was a baseball player and really smart. And I was just always in my room playing make-believe and everything was make-believe and here's my invisible friend and everything was, I'm going to dress you up and I would put the cat in a costume and and it was just, I would write stories and enact them. And um, so because they knew I loved that, they took me to see Phantom of the Opera and I... (laughs) And I watched Christine. I was like five years old sitting there crying hysterically. I also cried at the Brave Little Toaster, though, so. <laughs> that makes two of us. That's sophisticated taste for that age. Uh, yeah, but I said, they were like, Brooke, why are you crying? Because my parents didn't believe in coddling. They believed talking to you like you were an adult. Um, yeah, side story of when my brother asked about the birds and the bees, my mom pulled out a cervix and was like, okay. So my brother was like, nope, never mind. But it was, our family was always very like matter of fact, right? Yeah. And I said, I'm crying because I want to make Christine, I want to make people feel how Christine made me feel. And I think just from there, I mean, I even, you know, I think only time I've ever stolen my life, took money from my mom's purse and, you know, went and auditioned for Les Mis and was in Les Mis when I was like 11. Wow. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what it was. I just you think, thief. yeah, right. <laughs> but for the, for the greater good, for Isn't your passion. Isn't that like the plot of Les Mis too though? Like, oh, right. <laughs> he's like a thief and then gets Yeah, he's a thief or, yeah, and yeah. then he has to like, Amazing. yeah, you know. Worth but, the risk. Yeah. Like. I think there's no greater platform for affecting the world and getting a message out than acting and the arts and yeah taking on who other people are and making someone feel. And like I said earlier, 
making someone else go to bed that night and think about their own life. I mean, that's the coolest feeling in the world. Yeah. And that's one thing I do also love about acting is it's truly one of the only art forms that you don't have an instrument or a tool or right. something else. It's your to, body. Exactly. Right. It's, it's what comes from here. Right. And then you share that. And if you can make people move through that, it's amazing. You have to be an open wound. Yeah. And then say, yeah. oh, I'll fix that later when I'm back home. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, so. Well, but that's the thing too. Like I, I, I fell in love with acting at an early age and I was always moving around all over the place and never had any kind of consistency. So the thing I felt I loved the most was watching films, getting taken away right. in these stories. And then when I would move all the time, I would become different characters, you know, mm. and, and kind of live in those as I was going. Cause it was the one thing I could really do no matter where I went. Um, and it was just so much fun. You know, it kind of, it, it takes you on a whole different journey of, of self-discovery right. and understanding and then freedom too. That was the thing I loved about it truly was you're free to make choices and decisions as a character that you right. can't technically maybe really do as a Making person. Making your real life, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm a character and I throw something at a wall and it explodes, well, that's the character. That's not me. Yeah, I didn't but if, do it. If yeah. it yeah. But if it helps me let out some aggression, then sure. uh, you know, it works. It's a win-win really. Oh yeah. Completely. Makes it a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, are there any projects that you dream roles or, or are there any things that you've worked on that was like, that was the one that I I've been working for? Sure. I mean, um, it's hard because you say, yeah, I, I have, I have like seven thoughts happening right now. Um, we got time. Right. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, when you sit down to like, you know, sign with like a manager or an agent, they always ask you the question, who are you? And I, that question for me has always been nearly impossible because what do you say? Oh, like I'm from Woodenville and I grew up, you know, and that's, it's, there's so much more to a, a person than that. And I feel like I'm 19, you know, different people on any given day. Um, and one of my favorite parts was when I did Ozark, even though it was a small part because it was so stripped down and, and Lisa Emery who had developed the character of Darlene Snell for people that know what I'm talking about. Um, she, yeah, she had created such a specific voice, such a specific walk. And she comes from Broadway, which is, you know, what I grew up doing is theater and musical theater and, and living in Scotland and performing there when I was a kid. And so I wanted to do justice to that, but there's something so incredible about, I wore no makeup. They like turned my hair, you know, like a dishwater color and I had an accent and I had grit and I got to imagine what Darlene was like when she was younger and she still had that fire and she still had that passion and she took what she wanted. And I think every character we do teaches us something if your eyes are open to it and that for sure, you know, I definitely don't want to go on to be necessarily who Darlene Snell was, (laughs) but show, you know, but showing that She's not evil. Some people might be watching. She had a reason for everything she yeah. did. And so creating that kind of, she's funny though, too. Like that kind of dark comedy, I really love. Um, I think sometimes this industry wants to say, oh, well, she looks like this or he looks like that. or So we're going to put them there. Um, so getting to show, hey, I'm not just that. Or I'm not just the story of, hey, who are you? is my favorite part of doing all this. So I think continuing that direction and things like I love girl interrupted, just like the mental state of understanding, you know, why someone does what they do. Um, roles like that roles that make you think, um, 
I also love comedy. I also love the lighthearted stuff. But yeah, I'm just going to continue to see where God takes me on this journey of why he put this in my brain and That's just great. keep creating asking questions. Follow your gut, follow your yeah. intuition. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely felt like that growing up where I was uh, considered more like a jack of all trades, you know? Sure. Uh, and I could, because I could always figure things out. Right. I was fascinated with with everything, you know, and learning as much as I possibly could. And it's like, oh, you know, I don't play piano, but... I learned that thing in three minutes, you know, right. like, you know, like oh, that's, that's awesome. Put yeah. it on the resume. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, that's exactly Moving how on. I look at it. I'm like, when I, I remember first putting myself on a, like one of those casting networks or, right. or whatever it was, um, and they go through a list of all the things you can do. And I was like, I could do that. I don't know that one, but yeah, I think I can figure I can that one that. out. I can yeah, do that. You know? sure. And you kind of keep going and, and it is fun playing, like getting to go into those roles, but even ones that ask things of you. Sure. You know, like one of the roles I'm getting ready to play is uh, he, his whole background is MMA, you know, on top mm-hmm. of the business stuff he does, but MMA. So I'm like, okay, well, I did do MMA growing up, right. but I got to like sh- dust myself off a little bit. It's sure. been a while, you know, right. I haven't really wanted to get, get punched in the face for a little while, you know? Um, so, <laughs> But even beyond that, it's like asking yourself the question, okay, Brock, why did you start doing MMA? And then say, okay, but why did this character start doing MMA? Exactly. And that's where you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a different drive, a different passion. Sure. And uh, yeah, and that's, you said doing the work. Right. You do the work. And then it, if you do enough of the work, it lets you be free in that moment. Because right. you move as that person. You think as that person, you know. Right. You get to be. So uh, it's a lot of fun and, and I definitely respect and, and appreciate what you do. Can't wait to see you in this. Oh, it's going to be fun. I, I am going to go crazy. Yes. I am, this is probably going to be my most nuts. I also think it's going to be one of the ones where I get to be the most free. Right. Um, and so I met with the producers recently, just a couple of days ago, and then the director. Uh, I remember when I auditioned for it. Um, the first conversation they had with me was like, I, like I had it, and I'm like, I didn't even do anything yet. What do you like? What is going on? And then <laughs> I, I realized that I was up against like ten other guys or something like that. Right. And I'm like, oh, I do have to work for this one. Right. <laughs> you it. always do. You always do. It yeah. never stops. And I was in the middle of a move and we had a Zoom meeting, but I had already, I literally just turned off my internet. So my, my internet wasn't working. We couldn't get Zoom to work. I had this little puck thing trying to get internet. Nothing worked. Luckily, director asked for my number. We did FaceTime. And, right. I'm the, and you look in the background, it's literally all boxes, clothes all over the ground, like furniture wrapped up. It's a whole like thing. The kitchen. But it was exactly. real. It was real. Yeah. And and it was funny to me because he said, go big, you know? And really? so, so during the, during the thing, he wanted me to like, I, I had eight pages I got the night before right. of, of monologues right. and I broke them down. I was yes. ready. I was like, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm going to keep this in my hand just in case, but right. I got, I think I got most of it. You know? Yeah. And so I go and he's like, no, 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 do it into the camera. Don't look at the paper. Don't do this. Right. I'm like, all right, keep going. He says, go bigger. I was like, okay go bigger he's like now be louder and I okay, go do that and, <laughs> and then he's like go bigger and go louder and so I was like right I'm at a 10 and my neighbors are <laughs> I know my neighbors Calling can hear cops. me exactly yeah <laughs> he said that about eight more times and I did it every single time to the point where I completely lost my voice at the end of this and next thing I know I get a call he's like you got it wow but but I was just like this is the perfect time to move because my neighbors hate me. The things I was saying, <laughs> I was like I was I sounded like a nut job how did you feel after oh felt great did it feel like right that direction and like absolutely yeah, yeah. if it, it felt like uh, I knew that it was an incredible opportunity um, uh, and I just said I'm leaving everything on the table I don't care what happens if I, I give every single piece of my part to the, uh, piece of myself to this then you know at, at the end of the day you know it's like I didn't hold back anything and I know if it was meant to be it would have been and, and I guess it right was. and you know even getting to do those auditions sometimes I'll like my 
if I don't get something, I'll be like brokenhearted because I put so much work into creating this. And then I'll still like keep working on that character as I go, even if I'm like, okay, well, so-and-so is doing it, but I'm yeah. like, I'm still over here because it's all just part of, you know, part of the process, part of yeah. loving it actually. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you're on the other end of it with producing, um, and executive producing, is there something that you look for in actors? Or just give us a little points to help us get hired more. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I love listening to you guys talk about it and just being a fly on the wall, honestly, because like I can learn from both of you on it. But what resonated with me was like, you said you would, you know, you were in your room, like playing make believe mm-hmm. that I would do that. I would like film, not not play make believe. <laughs> But like I would, <laughs> I would film family vacations wow. and like do like little documentaries. And you, it was right when like iMovie came out. Mm-hmm. So I would sit there and just edit footage of family vacations for hours and hours wow. and hours. And that's kind of like, that was my introduction. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would like film other people cause I didn't want to be on the camera. <laughs> but like it, that was my beginning into the journey of like being behind the camera. Yeah. And, and I love, I was obsessed with it. Right. So like that part really resonated with me because, you know, it, I love hearing that. Yeah. But I, I had an acting coach too that, um, he is awesome. His name's Ren Bell. He's, he, we do mm-hmm. one-on-one sessions all the time and he was incredible in the, fa- the, the way that he broke down my passion for acting and, mm-hmm. and really just discovering more and more about me. Um, but he said, he's like, well, what's your first, you know, memory of doing anything in this space? You know, and I was like 10 years old and I had a video camera and I remember like, I come from a big family. So I would have mm-hmm. my brothers and sisters like play these scenes out. And I remember having my brother, I was like, Hey, stand there, you know, run over <laughs> here, say this, stand there. Right. And, and then I didn't have any editing software and it was like film. It was like a whole like little cassette tapes, you know, right. and I'd pause it and then have him run to the other side and then stop there and make it look like he was the flash. Right. You know? That's great. And That's I, clever. Like, when I was like, yeah. yeah, when I was like 10 or 11, he's like, he's like, there it is. He's like, he's like, it's not just acting. He's like, you're a director. You don't even know it. Yep. You know? And it, so it started sparking my passion for that. And then writing as well. Like I'm, I love writing and mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, me and Will constantly talk about. Will recently dove into his writing spirit, you know, right. um, yeah. over oh. Christmas. Yeah. And you do- dove in deep. It was like we were talking about before we went on, like just having other creative outlets. Mm-hmm. And do I think I'm going to like be a full-time writer? No, absolutely not. Like producing, I found what I do with producing mm-hmm. and like, I'm grateful for that every day, but I, it's so important to have other creative outlets. Sure. Like you were talking about with music, right. or, you know what I mean? I, I, I love, love all the, you know, all the things that make you feel like I'm learning guitar. I love playing pianos. I played violin as a kid. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I just love singing anything that kind of, I don't know, it's, it's like almost invisible spirit that kind yeah. of throughout the day, right? Where these little blue dots on these phone, like even on my way up here, it's <laughs> like, okay, you're following this blue dot and you're looking at Instagram and you're responding to emails and you're just, it, it's so much vacancy. And so anything that can bring that like imaginary spirit up and make you feel and be part of the human spirit experience or the days where I'm like, Oh, I like lived today, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fully in it. That's amazing. Right. Do you know what kind of filmmaker you want to be? Oh man, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to make films with like powerful underlining messages, Mm -hmm. like films with meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's kind of what I'm chasing. Mm -hmm. 
I know that's kind of vague, but like, sure, it's definitely the direction I want to go in. And that can be in anything, right? Like, you yeah. Could- I mean, I guess to be like more specific, just like intellectual, intellectual comedies. I've always had a fascination with too, like Monty that's Python, great. Christopher great. Guest. <laughs> And then Alfred Hitchcock, so like righteous oh, gemstones, yeah. opposites, but righteous gemstones also. One hundred percent. Danny McBride is getting up there with the goats of like intellectual comedy. You know, he's he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of similar. We've been saying you want to be a filmmaker that has thought, you know, that has a fun genre that's thought provoking. When you know, you go home and lay your head on the pillow. And that's- Hundred percent. That's who you want to be. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we got that squared away, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think a, a big part of that is knowing yourself too, and knowing where you want to be. It's like, uh, like you're saying about Chadwick Boseman. He's coming mm-hmm. in, and he wanted to direct, right? Uh, and it ended up his him learning about actors mm-hmm. turned, invoked a whole other passion for acting, and then him becoming one of the greatest. You know, right? Um, and then doing something that moved an entire generation, which is incredible. Um, and I find so much in this space, especially people that are, you know, multi-talented and, and have so many interests and, and desires, you know, we're not all just the stereotype that, you know, you, it's easy to look at someone and say, mm-hmm. you know, you look like this, you're, you're that, you know, right. and sometimes that's nice in the sense that you get work, Sure, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, you hear stories from actors that book these big roles and then they're like, I'm so sick of playing this character. And it's like, that character made you and made right. you hundred million dollars. So you have to respect like, that, but yeah. But, but it's also, <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes though, it, it, what I found too, it's it's not about the money, you know? It's not about no. that. It's I, I do this for- I would do something very different if that was- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. But it's a passion, you know? Right. I, well, Margot Robbie is a great example of someone. She created Lucky Chap um, Productions and she made Itanya herself and said, hey, I'm more than this. Oh. And then, and you know- Did she wow. really? I yep. love that film. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was- She killed it. Yeah. I mean, that's something- that I respect incredibly because she was like, okay, I'm going to keep getting cast as this. Let me just do it myself and show you that I'm way yeah, more. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, she's incredible in everything, but. And yeah. a lot of times it's those bold moves, those risks right. really that, that really it opens the doors for you. You know, you see that with, with a bunch of people um, every now and again. And it's like, wow, you, uh, you got some balls, you know, Margot Robbie, you got some balls. Right. Yeah, but know? it's like, life is so short. And I think, I almost feel like my journey is just beginning. That's also something my acting coach, Lee Kilton Smith says. She's like, every day, she's like, you're just beginning. You're just beginning. Because if that beginner's mindset, right? Mm-hmm. If you think of as you're a kid, when you're sitting there filming your family, like you probably had so much freedom. You didn't even realize it that as you grow into an adult, you start having, you know, these negative kind of like a-hole thoughts in your head mm-hmm. about yourself and, you know, what you can do and what you can't do. And I think just that beginner's mind of freedom. Yeah. Like holding on to that is just I, something, yeah. That's that's something I've kind of always carried over the years, just naturally. Um, I've always said the best is yet to come. Right. It's become like a thing of mine. And, and it, as I get more uh, introspective, I guess, or retrospective um, about, about it, mm-hmm. I break it down as like, it's not that I'm not extremely grateful or present. Mm-hmm. It's that I know there I have more. I know mm-hmm. I can do more. I know I can put in more work. I can show up and that there's something even greater than what this is right here on the horizon. Right. And if I believe in that and I put in the work to get there, it's going to happen, you know? So that's 100%. in line with that. I love that, you know? Mine's a love and do what you will. That's it. Hey, look you at that. It. Yeah. It's, we were there for that. Or I was there. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I got that. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was fun. And then- What, what inspired that? I, I read it. Um, 
So, well, it's kind of a long story, but I'll give you like the cliff notes. <laughs> okay. We were, uh, we were at Oprah's house with my family and Stedman Graham, and she gave me a book, The New Earth, Eckhart mm-hmm. Tolle. I read it, yeah. <laughs> One of my, literally, like, it sounds so cliche, but it was like a life-changing moment for me. And this quote stood out to me the most because that's like been the one thing that has guided me this whole time in my career, in my friendships, relationships, everything. Like if you are acting out of love and Mm -hmm. passion and all that good stuff, like that's God, like that's my version of God. And like, if you look at the word enthusiastic or inspiration, it's like in spirit Mm. or in theo, which is like theology, the study of God, they didn't know what to call it. So they called it like with God. Right. That's like the derivative. Right. So I've always thought of that as like just the guiding light, the north, the north uh, star. I love that. But that stuck with me big time. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, not to bring too much religion into it, but I, I pray before every scene. I mm. say, um, this character is not mine. It is yours. Let your light shine through me, and then everyone mm. who's supposed to be affected by it. And then, oh, like wow. sometimes my brain just, and then that happens, and I'm like. <laughs> but yeah but that's great yeah you you surrender to something bigger and greater you know and you're doing something through god versus it right and the, the way to get over fear is realizing it's not about you no one's thinking about you most people are thinking about themselves and yeah, so right. who cares anyways yeah, yeah. might as well shoot your shot and yeah i think that's something i had as a kid and then lost for quite some time and now i'm like oh yeah who cares you know <laughs> yeah. that's i mean with with acting too it's this beautiful self-discovery or discovery right. of self really that I, at least I feel for me, it's, it's, it gave me freedom to be who I truly am and mm-hmm. figure that out through those things, you know? Spot on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let you like explore these like different yeah, sides it, of yourself. And that is yeah. the whole, you know, even when it comes down to people watching and mm-hmm. looking at someone's mannerisms right. or the way they think or the more you study a certain person, it's, it frees you up to like, oh, I can relate to that. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what it is for me, but it gives you more perspective. And once you, you know, when in doubt, zoom out. We just heard. From you. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's great. You know, but when you when you take a step back and look at the thing as a whole, it's it's it frees you up from just being. It's very easy to get stuck in a certain way, right? And when you're <laughs> you're acting, like you said you can do all the preparation in the world, mm-hmm. but if you're not there if you're not present and you're mm-hmm. not and you're not reacting to that moment right. you're somewhere else well that takes away from everything that you're doing in the first place so i think same thing in life too it's when in doubt zoom out take mm-hmm. a look take a take a bigger picture a macro look and kind of go from there yeah mm-hmm. like listen more and like and yeah. that's the other thing the book kind of taught me was recognizing ego in yourself and in other right. people and like that that's crazy once you start to get a hold of that yeah and ego is a whole, you know, there's good ego, bad, bad ego. And right. uh, it, that's, I think it's fun even just being an actor, actress, you know, um, being in the film space because you get to see so many different personalities. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you have to be prepared how to navigate that. You right? do. You and learn. I've learned the hard way, the easy way. Yeah. I've seen it all. And yeah, yeah, I think I've gotten to a, a great place now um, with all of that. Yeah, but always but, evolving, right? Right, and learning that, you know, even if you're playing my quote-unquote evil character, that they think they're doing the right thing. And then once you start to see that in people, you find yourself reacting less from your own egotistical 
yeah. point of view and start reacting in a more kind point of view, which is something that's been my number one most important thing when I'm on set, how I want everyone to remember me is as kind. Yeah. And so hmm. that's like the one thing I tell myself as I'm walking in. And part of that is, you know, being a collaborator, understanding people are asking questions and, you know, understanding where they come from, even if they're all vastly different from you, which is to bring it back to today to die. One of the reasons I love that film is you have this group of characters who are from, you know, different sides of the tracks, different socioeconomic um, backgrounds, different races, different upbringings, different um, religious values. And they all have to come together and decide who they want to be and, you know, and all fight for a common good, which I think is so relevant right now, if not always with what's going on with our world. Cause it's like, Hey, we need to come together for this common good instead of, battling each other all, yeah. all the time. So. It's like when uh, Vernon's character put in the money, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys not see what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really funny. Uh, but yeah, empathy, right? Mm-hmm. Having, having having empathy for for others and, and being aware in that situation and listening, you know, mm-hmm. um, being able to receive it. And I, and I, that's one thing that's helped me in, in life in general, uh, not just my career, but realizing that people are doing the best they can with what they know. They're showing yeah. up to the best of their ability. Sometimes they don't have the tools. They don't have the wherewithal. They don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. uh, or the understanding. And that's okay. And it's how we react to those people that changes their life experience, what gives them the opportunity to, well, if you're doing, if if you're punishing them for being that way, like they may potentially been their entire life. Doing it to themselves. Yeah, yeah. And you're adding to that. You're adding yeah. to it. Yeah. And, and it's not helping, you know, and, and being able to be aware of that and say like, okay, well, you're here now. And even if you lead, like it's, you know, lead a horse water, you can't make a drink. Mm-hmm. Well, I can show you the way, but if you're not ready to receive it, it's, right. it's, it's a two-way street here. Right. Um, and then that kind of just helps with your perspective and just your overall, at least I feel your overall life experience with your relationships and mm-hmm. and being able to communicate properly. You know, it's like, it's, it's all of these factors. That's why I find acting so fascinating because <laughs> it's literally all of these things in one and it's what you do with that. I know. And sometimes it's overwhelming, you know, yeah. and <laughs> I'm not saying I'm always perfect at all of that, yeah. but I do. Likewise, you know. <laughs> do try to get and home and be like, why thing. did I get, you know, hurt by that moment mm. or, you know, feel sad by that moment or angry by that moment? And I try to figure out what in me, you know, because it's all a reflection of me. Yeah. But you're asking the right question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, okay. Whether you get the answer or not, you're, you're actively working towards it, right? You're yeah. actively trying to figure it out and, that's beautiful. And there's no timeline of when all of it's supposed to work oh, out. Thank or, God. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, we, we were talking to Todd Garner about that as well. Um, you know, when he, I was asking him about like vacation friends and if he took anything <laughs> from his own life and put it into that movie and he like made a joke, like, are you saying I'm John Cena? In that movie? <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I didn't say it. You said it. Yeah. But, you said it. <laughs> but I love that aspect too. Like, you know, even producers can get in on the fun sometimes with the creative side and add little things like that. Yeah, oh, cool. I've, of course. Yeah, you know, having friends in that in that creative space too. It's like I've had conversations with them, or like we've been sitting around the table having dinner, and a joke comes up, and it made everyone laugh, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you go to watch one of their films a year later, two years later, and you're like, and that jokes in there. <laughs> I, said, I said that. I said that. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? Where's my Where's my credit? You know. 
Um, but it's so fun because that is, you know, what we're doing and, and it's literally entertaining. You're giving people, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're you got to take people the to the movies at exactly. the end of the day here. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, you know, without art, you know, what is life really? It's, it's, it'd be a lot more boring. I mean, yeah. that's what Helena Bonham Carter has this great quote too. She, um, she's like, you need to make living an art. She's like, you don't just have to be an actor or a painter or a musician to be doing art. The way you wake up in the morning and make your coffee, that can be like, oh, this is my art form, you know? The way, yeah, you, yeah. The way you park your car, it can all be a form of <laughs> you're creating your own thing. Yeah, well, I was getting called a stunt team. Um, but yeah, so whenever I, you know, get a little too wrapped up in the world, especially here in Los Angeles with how fast pace things can be and everyone coming back into the world after not being able to see each other, for so long, you kind of you're like, oh, that's what you look like, and reconnecting to all that um, is when I'm like, oh, okay, I can settle and take my energy that's up here, which is what I feel like I'm around, and like bring it down. And mm. yeah, what uh, what are some of the art forms that you enjoy doing? Oh my gosh, are you a barista with math, incredible skills? <laughs> I w- actually, I wish because I'm coffee obsessed are and you? grew you up in Seattle. <laughs> Oh, you got a good machine? Um, I just recently went to Vegas not too long ago, and there was a the, this waiter was ecstatic about this thing. He's like, I can take a picture of you, and I can put it on the coffee, and I can do this. And he's like, he's like, do you want it? You know, and he did it. Literally, brought out just he was so excited. He brought me a coffee for free, uh, just because it had a picture of me on it. Um, and then he, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so it's it's this machine. It's called Ripple. Uh, we just found. out. I think we're gonna get it uh, yes. for the podcast, so that yeah, if you, can make if you come on again, we'll have a picture of you or or whatever you want on the on the coffee, and then enjoy it. So oh, see art, see coffee. What yeah. did I say? Exactly. Yeah. We'll put the movie title on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good marketing scheme. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, but I'm kind of a secret poet. I like writing. Mm. Poetry. I have a secret like poetry Instagram that no one knows about. Secret no more. I know. Well, good luck finding it. Um, <laughs> so that kind of stuff. I've always loved singing when I was little. I used to, I can't believe the school bus driver let me do this. She would let me take the mic and I would sing Little Mermaid to my entire school wow. bus on the ride home. So you're the popular That's girl. Impressive. Having that I confidence. I don't think that so. That, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's something I love is, you know, and learning instruments um, and also like in a different way, like yoga and Mm. doing action films and understanding my body because I grew up doing gymnastics and, you know, being on this film with, if that was incredible, such iconic characters, um, part of my brain was like, I want them to make a movie like this where the special ops team is all women. And (laughs) because I was like, I'm sitting here, I'm doing these stunts. This is, you know, I grew up with an athletic background. That's art in its own form is knowing, knowing your body. So did you see the, the three, five, five, I think it's called it's Jessica Chastain. Okay. Yes. That I'm really, really excited for. I'm a huge Jessica Chastain fan. Yeah. Um, No. Yeah. I was just pointing it out because it's like an all female, you know, spy action thriller. And I'm so happy to be seeing, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's being yeah, made it's now. Like all over the place now. It's great. Yeah, I know a lot of women that are more athletic than a lot of guys. <laughs> a lot yeah. of yeah. guys that yeah. I know and capable of, you know, probably being better spies in a way because people don't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> they make way better. Spies. They do. <laughs> they totally. do. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you get can get away with a lot more than I, I've 
I used to, there's, I know that there's roles that I probably will never play. I'm sure. Uh, just because my size alone. But being a spy um, is probably one of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. That's why yeah. I, ne- I never stole anything. I did steal something. When you I was could be. Up, and it was oh, one wow. time. But I, that's why I don't steal things. Yeah, right. Traumatized you? Oh, yeah. It was the six, seven guy with long hair. <laughs> how, how are we going to find that one? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's why I was like, okay, I'm, I'm opting out of the crime life for that reason alone. Right, you're you spotted know. easily unless yeah. we make a movie where you're an MMA fighter that had to be trained to be an MMA fighter to go mm. undercover and I don't know, I'm just creating it. Keep oh, going, wait, it's wait, like, wait, wait, wait. It's, like, it's, like, it's like Miss Congeniality, but it's yeah. MMA. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, I loved I like that, that movie. <laughs> oh, she's incredible. Yeah, yeah okay. was a, uh, Speed. Sandra yes. Oh, she's, yeah. yeah, but she's grounded and funny and off the cusp, but. Yeah, so I'm creating, I'm creating you this. Like you in a day to die. Like yeah. The parallels are right there. <laughs> thank you. Perfect. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, and you're the only one that fits the bill. Yeah. So they make you do this. Yeah. Being a great spy by being in the limelight. And right. so no one exactly. expects it. And then it's like, oh. I'm and saying? if you uh, end up in the wrong room trying to hack a computer, you know, you're just. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah, someone's going to take okay, these see that? ideas. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to cut this part out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a producer meeting after the, after the yeah, pod. Right. Um, but yeah, no limits, really. Truly. You can tell mm-hmm. any story you want, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Do you ever want to get behind the camera? Do you ever want to? 100%. I used to, when I was growing up in middle school, write and direct my own plays. Um, wow. I think it's it's something I always loved doing so easily as a child. And then I'm like, why did it intimidate me as I got older? But I I do write all the time. I have like three or four scripts that I just yeah. wrote that I just sit That's on awesome. and I don't, but they were for me and I enjoyed doing them and whether or not one day they come to light or not, I don't even know. You, but I want to see a film of yours that somehow ties in a poet. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I want to see it. Which I feel like me. there can oh, be yeah. something great there. I don't know what the story is yet, but maybe you're a spy that's in the limelight as a famous poet. And no, yeah, yeah, we're all spies. <laughs> it's like uh, speaking of Kevin Dillon, he was in that Doors yeah. film, mm-hmm. and you know Jim Morrison starts off doing poetry. He was mm-hmm. in Venice writing poetry, and then becomes you know incorporates the poetry sure. into his music. So mm-hmm. like. That's a good example of like it's poetry good. in a film. Yeah, that right? is a good example. Dead Poets Society. It's the only one that home. comes to like everyone's yeah. mind immediately, right? Dead Poets Society. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right there in the title. I know. How right we there. not forget? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> tangent. No. Hey, Kevin's a great guy. I, he was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I loved working with him. So collaborative. You know, I was kind of... Don't get me wrong, I've I've worked a lot, but I was kind of the newbie amongst this group of iconic men who have established themselves in the industry. So much and, experience. Right, and I was like, I went in and I was like, okay, so I think before this scene, like we've been in a fight about this. And so this is like the dynamic of our marriage right now. And he's just totally like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which made the collaboration so fun and our connection so much better. And I just love actors that are willing to say yes and explore. And that's my like dream yeah. of people to work awesome. with. I have a totally random question. Sure. Uh, did you guys come up with a name for the baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it gets named after his brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. Well, I can't, well, I don't know. I, I, I can't blow it. That's totally, where I got the yeah. question from. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, but no, everyone's got to go see that. That was a really fun film. A lot of action. It's a lot fun. of action. Yeah. Um, 
Any, yeah, it was job? great. The city of Jackson, Mississippi was great too. I mean, we were literally wow. in front of the governor's, governor's mansion filming giant scenes, blowing up hearses, and the city would just come out and support and let us do all of that. Um, I loved doing all the stunts. I became close. The stunt team was incredible. I mean, Kieran was Leonardo DiCaprio's stunt double and Revenant and oh, like, wow. yeah, and some of the other people that, they had. Oh, you know, that's that what was we watched. the movie we saw when I got that that night. No way. Sorry, See, it's out. all coming like in a circle. Right. And uh, yeah, CJ and Barry and Shannon, all all those stunt guys kind of became my little family while I was there. And yeah. they would let me, I'd like put a hat on and hide my blonde hair. And I actually, most of the car scenes, I was sitting in some of the cars. <laughs> but it was just so fun to to get to do that that side of it. And they're like, you yeah. just worked like a 12-hour day, don't you? And I'm like, no, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. That's how I am on set too. Right. I've always been, uh, so many actors and actresses I've met, uh, they're like, once their time's out, they clock out and they head out as soon as they can. And no, I'm like, not me. I'm, I'm like, like, I want to sit. I want to see how they're shooting this. Yeah. I want to, you know, just be in it. Yeah. I don't care if I have anything to do with it or not. Like I, I used to do everything I could to be on set. Mm-hmm. Um, remember shadowing Tyler Perry after I, he was the first person <gasps> nice. I worked with. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. At his and studios ju- in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We did the first film was one of the Medea films that mm-hmm. he ever filmed. It was the first film he ever filmed on that property. Um, and to see it now, it's like, like I was there for the opening, mm-hmm. um, the grand opening, and I'm sitting there. I'm like bumping shoulders with. Will Smith and Oprah yeah. and Stedman, you know, and, and, and like Spike Lee and just like in the list, Beyonce and Jay-Z and like the right. list was going on and on. And I'm sitting here like, this is unbelievable. And all the sound stages, the film, like oh, yeah. the films that they make there, you know, it's, and I'm like, oh, we started with Medea here. Literally you know, a Medea's compound. Huge, yeah. You know, and, and incredible. And thank you for my first role. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what they're doing there is like, it's incredible. But just, just any chance I could be to be on set, I, I try to find, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you get work and you book work, you're like, yes. Yeah, people don't realize like what goes into it and how many yeah. times we've heard no and how many times we've made mistakes and just continuing to grow. I mean, yeah. there are things I look back that I did 10 years ago that I'm like, oh, I would have done that completely different yeah. now if I knew what I know now. But I'll probably say that about, you know, <laughs> Things I'm doing now and 10 years from there. Yeah. That's like the that's great part of, part of it. Yeah. Are there uh, any things that you do to, um, I don't know if maybe, I don't know if cope's the right word, but to like go through the process of, you know, being told no or uh, how you deal with that, I guess. Sure. Um, for me, I think it comes back to just truly believing what my path and my journey is going to be will be and I believe that there's room for everyone in this industry so you know I'm competitive with myself but don't want to be competitive with others if that makes sense um and so when something's not meant for me I'm grateful for the opportunity to have gotten to play around with that and it's always so fun like and most things have transitioned into self-tapes at home but I've created this little studio in one of my rooms and that's like my play zone. Mm. And so even if I don't get to go film that part or book it, I'm like, oh, I got to play. And that was essentially like an athlete, right? They go to the gym every day or they're working, they're on the field or they're, that's my gym. And so for me, I'm like, oh, I got to work out today. (laughs) Um, And so it's all 
a blessing. And every audition I do, I'm like, oh, I, I watch it back. I'm like, okay, I learned something about that here for the next one. Mm. Um, what, yeah. you, you know, doing some of the prep, I've, your IMDb page is so long. I feel like you've never been told no before. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely not true. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw in there uh, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, did you meet Gary Goldman on there by any chance? I'm not sure. I only worked a day. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was quick in and out. For yeah, sure. but it, a good I, it was a great experience. Yeah. I I loved everyone on yeah working on that. Um, For sure. He he would have probably been the AD, but. Um, Random question. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was so long ago now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, okay. That's actually one of the shows. I remember you telling me about that before they ever came out with it. Um, but I get stopped all the time. Like, okay, because you were on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't on it. Oh, no. yeah. oh people think, think you're they're like you look like one of the brothers, or you like that. I'm like, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Yeah. Maybe it can and, be his long lost twin brother that shows up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, I'll take it. Why not? <laughs> Sounds like fun. Uh, but to to go back to what you were saying about. Um, you know, being, you'd rather be creative than competitive. There's a quote I heard a long, uh, only been alive 30 years, so I can't really say that long, (laughs) (laughs) but I heard uh, a while ago and it was basically competitive. You can be competitive with people, but you can only, competition only equals, you can either just be as good or Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit better than somebody. Hmm. Um, But when you're creative, there is no barrier. There's no limit. There's no, and you can create something out of nothing, you know? So it gives you a totally different perspective. Uh, and being an artist, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I love that in the sense that, you know, yeah, you can compete with, you know, trying to make a bigger film than another person. You know, you see the, the old classic Arnold and Stallone <laughs> battling to be the number one action star in the world stuff. And I'm sure that goes, you know, a, a bunch of But yet they be- both exist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, and so there's, there's competition and I think that's a part of life, of course, but being creative gives you this freedom and this exploration of just life and art and uh, all, all, all things. And I've always enjoyed that and resonated more with that than sports, even though I think I probably could have walked on to most fields and, <laughs> and maybe done something. But um, to the same right, though, it is highly entertaining and fun and exciting. And there are some extremely creative people in the fields that they excel in, uh, in competition, right? Sure. So it's these different, you know, we're all uniquely different mm-hmm. and then finding out what your path is. And like you said, you are on your path mm-hmm. and you know that. And one of the, my favorite things I ever heard is so simple. Um, it was after we wrapped our first show, uh, Too Close to Home, that, I, that I'd that i ever done. Basically my first acting because mm-hmm. the Medea film was like a couple lines. It wasn't really uh, anything even though I, it was so much fun. Um, but the, but the show it was more than that. It was, I can't, I can't say it wasn't, it was huge. It was a huge opportunity, huge film. Uh, and I made lifelong friends out of it. So incredible. But the show we wrapped and then uh, all the A team came and we had a, a wrap dinner and somebody asked, one of the other cast members asked Tyler, you know, did you ever think you were going to do this much mm-hmm. and be this big, you know? And he's like, it's like, huh? He's like, I'm just getting started. Mm-hmm. You know, and it literally, and he, again, to his, to, to the truth of that moment, um, he has done exponentially greater, even from just, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, incredible. And he's not stopping. And he'd probably say the same thing today, Yeah. but what he said right there, uh, that I never forgot is you have to live knowing. Mm. He said, live knowing, live knowing. He's like, I didn't know how I was going to get here. But I always knew, even from an early age, that I was going to, and I knew yeah. it. And then because of that, 
it all came into fruition, right? Right. So I've kind of always held on to that. And I, and I say that with acting too, it's in, it's incredibly difficult. It's highly uh, unlikely to succeed profession. You know, uh, mm-hmm. same thing with making a film, you know, the difficulties. You got to uh, well, manifest things like you, absolutely. Yeah. And you got, you got people work. feel that if yeah. you walk yeah. in the room and you don't think, oh, I don't deserve this part or, you know, this film's not good enough. Then people feel that. And, yeah. But we're all just people. Exactly. And I, I think the trap is, it's like, don't make the, don't let the world make you hard, stay soft. Mm. And you have to, to be doing this. And I, I definitely think there was a point in my career where I kind of let it make me hard. And that was a point in which I didn't work mm. and learned so much about myself. And really, um, I made a big move. I actually moved to Atlanta for um, two years just because I wanted out of LA and, you know, away from everything. I didn't know one person there and I had an incredible experience working there. There's so much film there. Um, and just reimmersed myself in, you know, like childhood Brooke hmm. and then, you know, came back to LA and have been working since, yeah. but yeah, I just had to remove myself to like get back to the softness of, of Brooke to be able to be malleable and, you know, yeah. but it's also recognizing that in yourself and you've, like, oh, I've gotten, for lack of a better word, like hard heat. Like, you know, I'm, I'm blind to like what's happening yeah. around me and who I am. So I think over time, you know, we're told what we, we, what we can, can't do, what's acceptable, you know, and, and that childlike part of ourselves because other people have grown up and lost that, that they mm-hmm. try to put that on you. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to get back to it, mm-hmm. those are the people with the most life, you know, with yeah. the most you know, healing, with the most fun uh, experiences, I think, because, you know, that's what it's all about. It's like, we're all children here for, for a short time, you know, and there's no reason not to have that tenacity, you know, yep. and just enjoy yourself. And, it's just something so beautiful, even with kids, you know, that they're free. Mm-hmm. And you realize over time is when we get kind of shut down. But right. being able to get back to that is is a beautiful thing that a lot of people can't do. Yeah. Know, and or I, can or haven't been able to and do. And now I have that in my back pocket. Yeah. Like, whereas that took me quite some time to rediscover that. Now it's like, I can do it in one minute. <laughs> We're sitting with Superwoman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's a superpower. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you have any up- upcoming projects? Anything you want to promote? You know? um, I'm in talks for a few things. One, I may get to sing in, oh, um, I hope but you it's it. not mine yet, so yeah. I can't say much. But no, I just am looking forward to what the next thing is. I'm happy to have had this movie come out and just show the world like a little tiny taste of where I see myself going, and mm. I'm feel like ten years later into this world of film and I'm like oh now I'm starting like I said that yesterday to my fiance I was like I feel like I just started today like today's <laughs> day one <laughs> he's like you've been doing this since you were five and I'm like yeah but today's day one yeah. <laughs> so, that's awesome yeah I, I've had those transitions with uh, myself in life and I found that it's almost like climbing a mountain for me where I had friendships that I kept having friends that uh, weren't good Mm-hmm. In, in my life, you know, took advantage of me right. or, or would say things behind my back or whatever it was. And this is when I was much younger. And so I would get a little older, get a little wiser, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd start losing friends, And but I'd get new ones. And then I'd lose friends again, and then I'd get new ones. And I keep going, I feel like I'm going up the mountain, up the mountain, up the mountain. And then I realize I get to a point where I'm like pretty close to the top of this mountain, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, like where the heck did everyone go, you know? Like, what, mm-hmm. did I, what did I do? And then I read a quote. I love quotes, as you can tell. Um <laughs> And it said, if you're not losing friends, you're not growing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So then I got to the top of this mountain. I if, metaphorically, of course, mm-hmm. I'm not much of a long distance hiker, <laughs> um, uh, but I got there and I realized, oh, this is how I want to show up. This is how I want people to treat me. I'm going to teach people how to treat me from this moment on. I'm not going to let anyone take advantage of me. Ooh, yeah, it was kind yeah, of a heavy one, wasn't it? I that's good. Didn't mean to skip over it. Oh. Um, but that's one of my, again, favorite uh, pieces of advice is in life, you have to teach people how to treat you. Right. And if you can teach them how to treat you, this is this is what I like to, my, my analogy is kind of like a ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine you're at the docks and you have 12 anchors and they're all hanging out and these are people. Now, if you want to set sail across the ocean, you want to get across, uh, you know, go to Europe. Say you're at the Atlantic, you want to go to Europe. You start to go. Now, you might have 20 engines or 10 of the most powerful engines ever you can go, but those anchors are going to be dragging you or keeping you in place until, guess what? You teach those people how to treat you and you can either reel them in, Mm. they're going to treat you how you deserve to be treated and you guys can keep going, or they don't, even though you tried to teach them and you drop the anchor. Wow. It's, yeah. As a people pleaser most of my life, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had some scenarios. I'm like, you know, you realize, oh, every time I have something positive happening, that person takes it away. And, you know, and so then you have to eventually take them away. (laughs) And you learn the dynamic of people and who you allow in your life and why you're allowing them in your life, right? right? And kind of figuring that as you go. So that was a huge one for me. I love that metaphor. Yeah. 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 It's, it definitely, it definitely helps with perspective and then you see who you have around you. And yeah, like again, if you want to go across the ocean, you know, yeah. Yeah. Therapy with, uh, I know this has been, this has been, how how do you like our therapy session that we've been (laughs) at? It's it's now the Brock and Brooke show. (laughs) (laughs) What was your quote though? Oh, I was talking Mm. about this one. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That quote is No, I'm like, that's how I am with negative energy. Yeah, you got it. I'm allergic to it. Right. I, I love it. that. You got to be allergic to it. Yeah. So like if I sense it, I'm out of there. Right. What, what are some- uh, what, Well, it's visceral. Yeah. It's addicting. I mean, it's a- Yeah. You, you, it's if like we were talking about this yesterday about like uh, um, if somebody's in your life and or if you're having a bad day, it doesn't seem like everyone else is having a bad day. Mm-hmm. If you're having a good day, it seems like everyone else. It's because, you know, it starts with self too and what you're putting out. But if you're around someone, why keep that around you? You know, like- are the, what are some like uh, things you do in those situations, or you just you just bounce uh, out? You just gotta go. Yep. <laughs> Get yourself you out. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. as simple as that. I think yeah. like you can't look at it. The more you complicate it, the worse it gets. It's yeah. like simplify it, leave. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, amicably, <laughs> like if it's a human being, you know, then you can like communicate honestly. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be like a. It can be as easy, you know. It doesn't have yeah. to be a heartbreak or a, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. just moving on. And sometimes yeah. that's the easiest answer. And it's knowing yourself well enough to know like, look, I, I don't, I can't or don't want to have this energy in my life or at all. So what do I got to do? It's either we're going to figure this out or to your point, even better, <laughs> probably, uh, potentially, it's just get out, you know, yeah. move on and separate yourself from the situation. So, yeah. This was great therapy. Like, what do I owe you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you, you gave us your time and that is more it's than my, enough. It's my <laughs> no. insurance card. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, next, next film, you got to come on, pro- promote the next one. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Yeah. So impressed by all of this and the intellectual conversation and thought and 
hope someone watches it and takes something. Oh, people are going to watch it. You right, guys? <laughs> right, everybody? You, you're going to watch this, right? Yeah, <laughs> we've got someone watching it back there. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one person watches it. <laughs> my dog will just, watch it. Just Spencer's yeah. watching it over there. Yeah, it's my mom and dad will watch, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got two, two likes, two thumbs up. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, very, very uh, great to meet you. Pleasure meeting you. Yeah, you and as well. Very much looking forward to uh, your future career the next 10 years and the next 10 after that. Yours as well. And uh, man, Can't wait um, to see your next film. Can't wait to see your next film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll yeah. all join back here when we all we all bring more yeah, in. Yeah, like, remember when we said we were going <laughs> to do all these things and we implemented it. Look, I taught people how to treat me. and we. <laughs> <laughs> I got the anchors. <laughs> all right, well, That's thank good. you so much for coming thank on. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Studio 22. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Hey, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqi.com. Made for women by women.